What's up? Welcome back to the Side Guys podcast. Uh, I'm here. Eli is here with uh, Seth. With Seth. Berg. And Lucas. Tag team back again. Back for another week. Hooray. Uh, today, we are doing a little hot take that I... Maybe none of us know what the hot take will be yet. Uh, currently, none of us know, but it will... <laughs> it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. Then uh, I'll, I've got a little story, and then we've got a little little deeper, more serious of a question, and then we'll roll into more fun stuff at the end. Um, a little <laughs> last episode, we just uh, kind of went ham, and we went for it, because our great friend Lucas was here, and there wasn't much stru- structure to it, but I laughed more than I ever have in a podcast episode, so it was great. <laughs> And uh, Luke, why don't you take us away with our question of the week? So to remind you guys, the question from last week's episode was, would you rather only have the option of having cold water to drink and shower and do other things with besides cooking or warm water? Can we can we do this on the count of three, all three of us? Because I think we're all going to say the same thing. I sure hope we all say the same thing. Do I? Mm-hmm. All righty. Three, two, two, one. Cold water. water. What? Did you say warm water? I said warm. You said warm water. You're gonna drink warm water. I'm. I'm fine with warm water. I hate drinking warm water. I'm fine with drinking over showering cold water. Are you gonna take cold showers for the rest of your life? I'm gonna take cold showers. It's actually good for you. That's terrible. It's good for you, and you get used to it. I eventually currently take cold showers, uh, half the time. I would say they feel so good. When you're once you're in, and you not it can't be ice cold, yeah. But like, you cool. I could get used cool to showers. ice cold, but like cool showers are fantastic once you get in the shower. Before it's yeah, I I frequently take cold showers also. They're pretty good. <laughs> um, it's heck, thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. We'll have to bleep that out. Um, <laughs> but but listen, I think you're just forgetting how awesome hot showers are. Okay. Uh, no. It's fantastic. When your back starts to burn, it's amazing. But you're telling me you're going to drink hot water? Warm. I did specify warm because no one would drink hot water. I'm saying if my if I leave my water bottle outside and it gets warm, like not even hot, but warmer than warm temperature than room temperature, I dump it out and I fill it back up with ice cold water. Can't Can't do the warm water. I... So is this like any time I turn on the sink, it would be hot water, or uh, you can only use hot or water I can for only cooking? Use, like yeah. if there's cold so water, like, there's like an invisible bubble around it, and I literally can't get to it. <laughs> like if I choose, no, the it just other wouldn't option. exist. Okay, I think there's a large muscled man that follows you, you around and just slaps, <laughs> just slaps no. your hand if you try to. He's get Russian any, too; he can't yeah, speak yeah, English. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He just knows his job. Nine. <laughs> that is not. Russian. I know. I know. That's the only. That's say no in, in a different language than German or Spanish. No. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish. It's it's nyat in Russian, and I have a friend who's Russian, so she's going to tell me I pronounced that wrong. Does she listen? Almost certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> Almost that certainly nyat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ooh, that, that was no, smooth. I think. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Well. Uh, and then. So now I have the fun fact, but a little twist, thanks to Eli's suggestion. Yes. Is it true or is it false? I have two quick ones to throw at you. Does the king in a deck of cards have a mustache? Uh, That's a dumb question because every deck of cards is different. Like a standard deck of cards. Uh, Standard decks of cards are different depending on who makes them, so... The question is dumb. I, I, it's bicycle cards, right? Is that what you're talking about? But I'm gonna go with overall, yes. I think only the jacks have mustaches. I think the king does not have a mustache. The correct answer is kings. The king in a standard deck of cards does not have a mustache. Ooh. <laughs> so, was that it? And then I have another question. Okay. True or false? Fish cannot blink. 
false. Um, I've seen a fish blink. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely false. When you catch a fish and you look into its eye and it goes... And then it blinks. It blinks. Yeah. It winks because you can only see one eye. Uh, I'm pretty sure all well, animals wait. blink, including snakes, but their eyelids are sideways. clear. Don't they go sideways? That's dragons? No. What, what animal has Don't, clear eyes? No, they eyelids? have the under layer, you know? It's like their eyelid and then the side, the little side one that keeps sand out. Frogs have a second eyelid that's clear. Some frogs. Maybe I'm thinking of frogs then. It's okay. some sort of reptile. You know the scene in The Hobbit when Smog wakes up and is the inner eye thing like goes back? That's probably like lizards probably do that too. Wilberg, what do we say? Fish cannot blink. They, Let me. They don't. Do they have eyelids, or can they not blink? According to the internet, they cannot blink. But I'm guessing that is just like when they're underwater because they don't need to blink. Because the uh, reason we blink is to moisturize our eyes. So I'm not sure if it's including when they're out of water. But the general consensus is fish cannot blink. I swear I've seen a fish blink. Yeah, I think that's wrong, and uh, anyways, we will move past that because Berg is once again telling us a fake fact. Lie. <laughs> it's intro time. On that note, let's get out of here. Or it's called a ship, a ship in the sea, like a naval ship. Grossest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Cream cheese mints. Sounds awful. It's so bad. Why are you going? No way. Yeah, I'm not kidding Did you. Did Michelle Obama come to your wedding? No, First it was Joe Biden. And we're back, baby. Yes. All right, I'm pretty excited for today. Yeah. And let's start it off with a hot take from Seth. The mystery hot take. <laughs> okay, I came up with one here. It's got to do with music. Oh, boy. Hot take. I I think at least one of you will be on my side. I think it's going to be Berg. Um, <laughs> uh, country music. It's actually good. Everyone... That says it's fault, it's bad. Um, is just listening to society who says it's bad. Can I can I offer a little theorem that I've that I've decided upon these last couple of years? I think that you have to split up country into and pop the, country the genres of country and southern pop because I think they're two distinct separate things. And a lot of what's on the oh, radio right now is southern pop, and I don't like that as much. But country is good, yes. I I haven't listened to enough country to build a definitive opinion. I will say I have warmed up to country in the last year of my life. Driving down a gravel road with the windows down, listening yeah. to some random country song where you can't really hear the lyrics, but but you can hear like the kind of guy that's singing and like the twang of the guitar. It's kind of nice. Um I will say the one song that you showed me, Lucas, uh, I think it was called Cowboys and Angels. That is my least favorite song of all time. It sucks. <laughs> it's so basic, and I can't listen to it. But other than that, I mean, I'm indifferent to it. I don't think it's great. I think what you call basic is is just truth. All right? Listen, <laughs> that, song, that song is just all about the core truths, and uh, I think it's great. So do you remember couple episodes when we were talking about like people in england versus americans and how they have a stereotypical view of us and they judge all americans based on that stereotype i think it's very similar with people in country music they all everyone that i've talked to that bashes on country music always says like oh it's just about girls and trucks and girl trucks and stuff like <laughs> like <laughs> beer stuff like that and like yeah true most at least some of more of the pop country is around those lines but there's a lot more to that you could generalize almost all the genres if you just base it off that if that makes any sense yeah i i think those 
like the kind of the way that they for instance i'm a big fan of indie music pretty much any kind like folk rock whatever i think it it would be fair to say if you if you said indie music is all about love i think that would be fair to say but <laughs> burgers is currently trying to eat skittles quietly not That's very well <laughs> but i think the way that within indie that they talk about love sing about love is very diverse my critique of country music would be they approach women <laughs> in the in the exact same way across the entire genre and it's frustrating have you listened to any country songs by ladies because <laughs> Because Carrie Underwood, yep, fantastic, so, fantastic. If the, you wanna carve your name into, well, let me think of the lyrics. But basically, she writes a song called "Before He Cheats." Yep, I think. Yep. Great song. Fantastic. So, anyways, go ahead. Guy, country artist, just talk about trucks and and beer and girls, but girl country artists just talk about murdering their husbands, like pretty pretty <laughs> exclusively. That have you heard that Taylor Swift song? Um, from the one of her newer albums, um, she has a country song that where she kills her friend's husband because the husband killed her friend. Revenge kill. It's uh, great. It's a great song. It's like a murder mystery song. Very good. Wow. Is Taylor Swift considered country? She used I to love be. Taylor Swift. Her old albums. Her old albums. Yeah, she's she's doing folk now, right? Even like folksy stuff. Two albums, yeah. Those are my favorites. Love them to death. Big Taylor Swift guy, that Eli. Yep. Well, okay. that went... Uh, that was less yelling. As, <laughs> not as bad of a hot take as we've had before. We gotta, it's we because gotta me and out. Seth both, both agreed on something. That's the main cause of argument. We gotta figure out what the worst hot take has been. Like what sparked the most disagreement yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I think that's what hot take is for, though, right? Like, just to just to cause an argument, right? Yeah, Eli and Lucas were surprisingly uh, on my yeah. side for that, which I didn't expect as much. I think I instigate a lot of these hot takes. And that time, I just, I don't know. I don't hate country music. Talk to me two years ago. I would have said, yeah, you I wouldn't started touch yelling. country music. But I've grown up. I've matured. I think... <laughs> you would have had a very similar problem that we have seen in the last few episodes where if we had asked you two years ago, you would have said you hate country music, but you haven't truly, like, tried country music. What? Like, you know how you make judgment about Megamind and you haven't seen it? It's basically along the same lines. That is probably true. It does happen a lot. Seth, you got something for me. What are you looking at? Oh, I was just going to point out that Megamind is actually not a good movie <laughs> and that is why uh, Eli's able to see you know what is a good movie the rafters that it's bad the Martian <laughs> let's go Berg you still haven't seen the Martian uh, so you can I just want to point out <laughs> last episode broke our streak yeah. we did not talk about the Martian once we had a four episode streak going but hey we can start it here now but if you play right. it backwards uh, the entire thing is just the script of the Martian uh, for 50 minutes so so uh Streak saved. Let's go. Okay. I have a little bit of story slash life experience. Um, Let's hear it. Over the last couple weeks, I've talked to Berg about this, but Seth and Lucas do not know. Last couple weeks, um, I have rediscovered my love of learning. And it's very interesting because I would say... As far as I've been in college so far, I, I've i lost that. I'd, I'd lost that side of me. Like, you just get, you know, you're so focused on learning your classes and making friends because you're going to college and stuff and, like, hanging out with people that I didn't really have a ton of time, like, alone to think about it or like kind of indulge those like hobbies and stuff so for instance 
I got started getting back into chess. Um, I like to do crosswords and Sudokus more recently. Thanks You're to Bird. welcome. <laughs> um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about, I wanted to ask Berg about his experience because you said something interesting about how we both felt, we both felt this new like feeling rediscovering and it happened over Thanksgiving break <clears throat> when we spent a week with our families. Indeed. And I had very different reasons than you for that. So you, why don't you say your reasons and then all. So like mind. a tiny bit of backstory. It's basically the same as Eli's, but around three weeks ago, um, I didn't have much to do for my classes. So I went to the library almost every day and I read like books on literally like everything. So I read a, a book on all the planets. I read a book on the human body. I read a book on just plants <laughs> and like just completely random books. And I just had like, I want to, I just had like a need to learn anything I could learn, honestly. Like I've been doing that with geography the last year, but this was like weird because it was like anything and everything. And then that translated into mind games like Sudoku and crossword puzzles, even Minesweeper. Mm-hmm. And my reason for possibly wanting like to do all this and why it's happening to me is last year I was a chemistry major and it was a lot harder and I was doing a lot more work. And now this year I'm a business economics major and it is not as hard and it, I don't know, stimulates a different part of my brain, I guess. And so I just felt like a hole and like I need to re-stimulate my brain in like creative thinking ways, if that makes sense. I don't know. But I just wanted to like get back to where I was last year, and I did that through mind puzzles and stuff like that. Did you? Did that happen over Thanksgiving break? Um, yeah, but it's happening more during school. Like I did, I did a lot of Minesweeper over Thanksgiving break. It's a good use of time. And then this week, I've been doing a ton of Sudoku, which is so fun to me. Like, I've, like, I haven't played a video, like, I'm not really a big video gamer, but I, like, I dabbled sometimes. But I haven't played a video game in, like, an extremely long time. Um, Yeah, so, and all I've been doing is, like, Sudoku and stuff like that. Yeah, I was I would say at the like the peak of my uselessness I was playing the most video games which is interesting and recently I have not been playing many video games at all instead I like to watch uh I've been watching a decent amount of movies which sounds like a similar thing but instead of like movies I've seen before that I like or like cheesy actions or whatever that's just like instant fulfillment. I watched um I watched Rain Man. Great which movie. Is a great Fantastic movie. movie. And like the more of those movies we watched A Beautiful Mind, which was really good about um John Nash who um kind of in uh pioneered game theory, uh, mathematics. And then Into the Wild was also super thought-provoking and it makes me want to learn more about like alaska and stuff like that do you like uh documentaries yeah i mean that's not that's probably not my preferred way of information getting across but like movies that are almost like documentaries Mm -hmm. but are more of a drama so i want to know what you said my reasoning is different than yours for wanting to learn so what's yours yeah well i remembered you saying something about your family um, and this was like last week we talked, but you said something about your family. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I do remember thinking my experience over Thanksgiving break was very different. My family, I would say re kind of like sparked that in me again. The learning. Yeah. I don't know what I said, but <laughs> I mean, maybe, like, my family's always doing something. 
though that, I never really have time to yeah, like that might have sit been down it. and relax and mm-hmm. watch a movie or play a video game during the day. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that pretty much what my family does at gatherings is we sit and talk about just like random things and like argue about random things, which I'm sure Lucas and Seth know because uh, they that, grew that up with That makes a me. lot of sense. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, uh, and so I kind of like went home and like saw that and then I was like, I've been, I've been missing out on this for like the last year and a half of my life. So Seth and Lucas, what are your, what are some of your thoughts on it? Seth, would you like to go? Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, I'd say, uh, throughout like high school, I kind of hated learning because I couldn't choose anything that I was learning. It was just like go to school and you have to learn this and this. So I didn't really learn much. But then last year with online college, it kind of sucked as well and didn't really enjoy learning. But then going into the semester this year and going to like in-person classes and things, um, actually learning things relevant to what I want to do in the future in engineering um, kind of sparked my love for learning. I would go to class every day and take notes and stuff. And then about like a month ago, I started playing like Sudoku and puzzles like that. And like earlier this week or last week, I I saw Elan. I was like, you know what, Eli? Over winter break when I uh, am not studying for finals and stuff, I'm going to learn how to play chess. And I mean, I I don't play much chess, but played hand brain chess with two v two quite a uh, like four or five times in the past couple months, and it's been a lot of fun. He's undefeated at hand and brain chess, which probably means very little to most uh, of the listeners. But <laughs> that he is hand and brain chess for the listeners. Two versus two. One person is the hand. One person is the brain on each team. The hand. No, the brain tells the hand what piece to move. The hand picks the piece and moves it. Very thrilling. You should try it sometime. Okay, this is... I I like this because I have been this last year. Uh, well, actually, it's kind of weird because I did download a crossword puzzle app like two or three weeks ago, which is crazy. But that's super fun. I also have this one called Woodoku. It's with is wood. Is like Sudoku? No, it's like Sudoku. No, it's actually... It's with wood. So you like it's like Tetris. So you drag the pieces in and you're trying to like fill a square. Yeah, yeah. Or and a shape. It, and then it disappears, or if you get a line, it disappears. You're trying to get as many pieces in as you can before you run out of space. It's pretty fun. Um so those two. But also yes, chess, uh me and Eli started learning that last year and I, I have very much enjoyed it and it's a good way to burn up some brain power. I also um want to learn a language at some point and i started uh this is not practical but i started learning um hebrew and it's pretty cool actually um but that's super fun and i enjoy it i keep downloading duolingo with the intent to learn a language and i go through like one lesson or something yeah. and i'm like eh. well, yeah i'm excited i um am for sure going overseas this summer i don't know where yet uh, hopefully Thailand, but I I'm excited to because I'd like to learn as much as I can about the language. I mean, I have what five months because I find out where I'm going on this Thursday. So yeah, just I I think it's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about it. I think it's interesting that I mean there. I guess unless you have like um, some kind of like brain issue there's there's so that's came out, that, that started to be weird but there's something that you're gonna love to learn about i would say in most people you know unless you have a brain issue so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what? well like some people aren't like i mean capable of learning right <laughs> all right i'm gonna Moving i'm in. gonna dig you out, out of this out of this hole i'm talking like serial killers and stuff like who aren't capable of like creativity and people like that you know well i mean you gotta you gotta hand it to some serial killers like the zodiac killer oh that guy's, that guy's creative as heck so interesting yeah he's he's got his he's got his gimmick he knows what he's good at or uh yin yang from uh Psych. Psych. <laughs> great tv show by the way <laughs> highly recommend it 
just one quick thing. Uh, Seth mentioned something about online school last year. I'm not an overly jealous person at all, but I will say the most jealous I've ever been was it was the end of dead week, a Sunday, I believe. And I was walking back from like the library to go study. I was walking back from studying for chemistry to go to my dorm to study for a different test because I was the only, I believe the only one in my whole friend group who had in-person finals. And every, it was a perfect day out. There was like s- literally every single person I knew, honestly, from freshman year hanging out on central campus, playing spike ball and hammocking. And I just had to walk back and go study. And I was so good. Uh, self-control though. Yeah. I was, I was impressed with myself. I could honestly. never, I could never choose studying over. Yeah. We were having, ball. we were having a wonderful time. It was like 75 <laughs> degrees. And this guy, he was dedicated to his craft. And now look Big at you. Big chemistry guy. Now not even in him. chemistry A business anymore. major. <laughs> hey, I saved my GPA, though. So it worked out for the better. That's good. Okay. You got something, Lucas? Oh. Yes, I do. So this is, this is a deep question that I was asked a few weeks ago and I enjoyed. I realized just now that it's also a would you rather, so it kind of fits the theme of the show. We um, love would you rather. Yes, we do. We do. Um, I'm going to ask it in a particular way because I think it hits harder if you ask in a specific way. And then I'm going to clarify what the conditions are because it's not all in the question. It just sounds better this way. Let me show I don't mess it up. Sounds wonderful. Seth, tell a joke. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, oh, what do you call uh, an aquatic animal no. that's good at its job? This is not a good joke. This is an Eli Rose Seth, original. You have a guess? Don't uh, say the answer though. I want to say it. Oh, I don't know. What do you do? You, you call don't know? it an alligator? No, efficiency. Ha ha. <laughs> All right, listener. Um, sorry about that. Uh, if you're still with us, here's our deep question for the day. Okay. Um, would you rather hear, "I do" or "I love you, Dad"? Now, the conditions on this are if you say you would rather hear I do, then you have a long, happy marriage, but you don't have any kids. And if you say, if you hear I love you, dad, you have kids, but you have a short and unhappy marriage. All right? Go. I vote I do. Uh, hold on. Is, well, is, maybe uh, not. is my relationship with my kids guaranteed to be happy like in the one where i have kids obviously that's why they let's, said let's they say love you. let's say it's mostly good okay. how okay. many kids does that matter uh two mm. boy and a girl two boys I, two if, girls. if that matters to you then maybe you shouldn't choose that one <laughs> <laughs> fair point <laughs> um i mean I, I think i would have to go with the kids Probably. Right? So if you say, I do, you can not have kids for any reason? Like adoption or... Nope, no adoption, no no kids, no nothing. You can't even have... Mm. Well, you, I, I'm not going to... You, you, you <laughs> can, can have, have pets. A dog. You can have pets if you want. Yeah, I'm not going to mm. draw that line. Might have to... That's mm. tough. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, I do... And I would just be the greatest uncle of all time. Yeah, I suppose. It's the perks of having uh, three brothers, you know? But there's something about them being your own, you know? I'm going to agree with Seth here. I'm going to go with I do. It's a great question, by the way. But I'm going to go with I do because I feel like the unhappy marriage would, like, mess me up. And, like, who am I going to grow old with when my kids grow up and get families of their own? I'll just kind of be lonely. But if you have a happy marriage, they'll hypothetically just like grow old together and die happily. And I don't know. You won't really have regrets. Yeah, you'd be like uh, the old man from Up if his uh, wife didn't die. You know, but I, I, maybe I'm just thinking about like movies and shows I've watched. But every time the like, there's like a couple who really, really want to have kids but can't for whatever reason. Or like their kids died or something. Uh, 
they're always like, uh, okay, if your kids die, you'd different. be really sad. <laughs> but like, if, if they can't have kids for whatever reason, they're always like absolutely destroyed about it, no matter how good their marriage is. I think it's a little different because, I mean, can you clarify the question? Is it you physically can't have kids or you just don't have kids? I like, I know, I don't know how to ask the question, but do you know what kind of what I'm asking? You can't have kids. You can't have anything close to Did a kid. Did you try to have kids and realize you can't have kids? Sure. That makes it worse then. Okay. Wait. So, okay. Okay. I get what you I, I get think what the you're moral saying. of the story is you have no kids, but you have a wife, or you have kids, but your marriage fails and you're alone. That is correct, yes. I think I think I would also have to go with the I do. Just because yeah, I kind I kind of am rocking with the with the uncle part of it, you know, just like yeah. just like be a super fun uncle and call it good. But I mean, both aren't fantastic. You can like they'll save money. You can travel the world. I I, I think mean, kids are great, but any college age or like young person would probably pick I do, right? Like, that just seems like a better, like, a great option now. I feel like if you ask this to, like, an adult, which, like, they may have already gone through those things, so the question gets kind of skewed, but, like, you you ask it to an adult, and maybe the answer would change to, like, I wish I had kids. Because I agree, being, like, a an awesome uncle sounds... Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a better deal than having kids of my own. Because I, I can just, like, I don't have to see them when I don't want to. <laughs> so, you know, like, I like think there's, there's like benefits to that. But I feel like those are just, like, really not great benefits. I feel like there's only a small-ish age range where it's switched to the kids part. And that is, like, a couple years into marriage, but not when your kids are grown up enough. So, for example, like, from 20 to 30 you're just getting you're young you're just getting married you don't really necessarily want kids yet but then later in life you want like like you're a little older and you kind of want something new to happen in your life i guess and kids would be nice but then later later your kids would be grown up and in college and you'd barely really see them so it'd switch back to the marriage part that's a great point i do want to i do want to focus on the where you I said that being an uncle, well, so do you think that being an uncle is just being a parent, but all the cool parts? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like I it. mean, kind of, if you like choose that, you know, like you can like, I mean, everybody's experience with their uncles is different, but you can, <laughs> you can like, you don't have to like put them to bed at night, you know, like you could take them to do cool things on the weekend, like, go to the arcade or something when you want to spend time with your nieces and nephews and then you don't have to deal with the Boopy a lot diaper. of the, you're right like the intricacies i think this is infringing on parent territory which is explicitly uh, outlawed in the rules just so you know because if you get to have all the fun benefits of being a parent without i feel like uncles don't have that right. but the key part is you don't get the joy of it being your kid yeah i think you guys are all, all three of you are underestimating I think that would bring just as much joy as. But let me give you this scenario: marriage. you're 55, your kids both have families, and hypothetically they live not in the same state as you. You see them maybe twice a year. That's what do you? Fair. You're at a job, most likely dead end job, and <laughs> ouch! <laughs> and you're just Berg, we have the same major. You well, I'm gonna do great things. Okay. Um, anyways, okay. that's I, besides the point. That's fine. <laughs> even even if we are retired with a decent amount of money, what are you gonna do? Like you're alone. Your kids have moved on. Okay, what are you gonna do with <laughs> your wife? Yeah, it's you have a companion. That's the whole point of a <laughs> I, wife. I get that, but just knowing, I feel like sitting and knowing that I. Like, to me, an old person who doesn't have any kids and just has a wife 
that feels less i would i would think like their life has to be less fulfilling than the dude with kids like how is that even comparable kids how much of your demographic is in the 65 and older range because i think you just alienated those people <laughs> uh zero <laughs> no but i mean it wouldn't be it wouldn't be bad both options are good i would say well yes yeah like there neither option is bad is what i should say like kids are great and a wife is great and our happy marriage or a husband great. if you're a female or a husband for our zero female listeners <laughs> <laughs> let's be real here um i just think you guys are underestimating the joy that kids would bring like just sitting there even if you're alone and knowing that i like helped contribute to some like two people in the world and then by i don't know what transitive property they're like my grandkids and their kids like that i am the source of all of that roughly is super cool and if you have a wife but no kids then what if your kids even though they love you what if they're just amount to nothing you're like wow you can do other fulfilling things if you're old besides having kids i know do you think that the no, elderly are no. just a drain on society <laughs> <laughs> no no we of fortune baby <laughs> every night at six thirty. but i think the most fulfilling thing is kids that the world can offer the most fulfilling thing that the world can offer is kids you're wrong it's you a yacht the and world. you can only afford that if you don't have kids <laughs> All right, you sold me. <laughs> well, that was pretty deep. That was that was a good question. What do we got next? Berg. Um, let's think here. Iceberg. I have very random <laughs> random thing to say. Okay. Eli, I kind of talked about this with Eli the other day. But what are So basically the question is what are some like things that happen normally or on a day-to-day basis that are like either underrated or just like great let me give you some examples because that's a little confusing for example taking a deep breath and you like feel this feeling in your lungs like it's completely fulfilling and you're like wow that was a great breath right there or like especially when you've been trying to get that fulfilling breath and then you finally get it or if that example didn't do it for you. Are you having trouble breathing? My, uh, <laughs> Berg, I've got a question. Do you really have that much problem breathing? This dude's toenails are falling out. Is, is, he, can't, he can't breathe anymore? No, I can breathe. But sometimes when you take a super deep breath, maybe it's just me, but I get this. Sometimes you get like this extra feeling. I don't know how to describe it really. But a better... <laughs> I, a, actually, I actually, I know when you told me about it, I was like, dude, you're crazy. I thought about some more, and I, I kind of know what you mean. Sometimes, if I'm like laying in bed at night, and you like, you realize, sometimes I'll realize like, why am I like breathing fast right now? And then you're like, <gasps> and it's just a great feeling. Yeah. Another better example to explain the question better. Well, I actually, I so I was in Colorado for like three months. Great air and there. The, well, it is. It's very crisp, but it's there's also not, not much. There's not it. much. So when I got back to Iowa, I just I just sat outside and just breathed for a while because it's it's like rich, thick air. It's awesome. I love it. A lot it. of good air here in Iowa. Yeah, we when we went to Colorado for uh, cross country training, mm. you come back to Iowa and you feel like you could do a marathon. It's, it's like, insane. This is a this is a great analogy. Just came up with it. The air in Colorado is like skim milk. Ooh, oh the air my goodness. In quality places like Iowa, whole milk. Yeah. Hey, nice and thick. I just thought of a great fulfilling thing like Berg was saying. And great nice. analogies. When someone makes a great analogy in my day, it's so you're just like that was wonderful. Like I cannot think of a better way. Yeah. To make an analogy than what you than what you or possibly me, I make great analogies sometimes. Mm. Just say, and it's fantastic. Uh, 
I'm glad to uh, partake in that. But one other thing, nice big gulps of water. Mm, <laughs> yep, that was on Berg's list. Of course it was, because it's it's good, especially like of cold water. Yep, cold water, not warm water. Ew. Uh, warm water is gross. Uh, but yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Helps your throat, especially if you've uh, been talking a lot, making a podcast or something. Do you guys ever uh, just like put a blanket in the dryer and then take it out yeah, when it's, it's warm? warm. Oh, so nice. Yeah, it's putting or putting socks on from the dryer when your feet yep. are cold. Yep, that's a good one. Um, another thing on my list. Oh, what did I have to say? Whatever. Another thing on my list was I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but sometimes. I have to like sneeze and it keeps going away and then finally I get it out and sneeze and like my nose clears up a little bit when I have a cold or something. I kind of like the the journey there. I kind of like the thrill of the chase when you're trying to get that sneeze out and it's just not happening. <laughs> I kind of like that part. You like stare at the lamp, like the light yeah. bulb for a while. You're like, come on. I don't, For you some reason, door, we think that helps. You, you stick your head outside and you look at the sun. <laughs> and then you, you, know, you get good do you know, sneeze. Do you know why that happens? Uh, tell tell me. Actually, you know. Okay, so it's genetic, and really, it can be. And so the the like nerve. I don't know what what are the things in your brain. You know, when oh, like, there's like neuron like, pathways. Uh, neuron pathways. They cross by your eyes, right? Well, kind of. They the one apparently. I've, I'm not a neurosurgeon. Or whatever, the one that a doctor, the one that uh, that sends like the pulse because it's basically electricity. Your brain neurons, the one that sends the pulse that like is involved in triggering sneezing, and the one that is involved with like sudden changes in light, are very close. And sometimes, with a strong surge in the light one, it'll jump the gap to the sneeze one. Does that mean? Isn't that, that if crazy? You're in a bright room and then you turn off all the lights. You sneeze because it's a oh, sudden change in light. So that is true. And another thing that's kind of funny, and this actually does happen to me, is that in some people, uh, the uh, the rage nerve and the um, when you see an old lady nerve is right next to each other. Wait. A so minute. sometimes when I see an old lady, I just go into a I just go into a a, a bloodthirsty rage. I just I just can't even help it. So that's that's another fun medical fact might be, that you might, might be not have known. Wrong there. That was that was a lie, right? <laughs> For legal reasons, let's go with yes. Nice. Um, I I it might not be change. It might just be bright lights. It's like the brighter the light, the greater the mm. surge. Or like no, the more your eyes, it's probably like the more your eyes uh, dilate, the the bigger the charge. Because like you walk out of a movie of a movie theater, I sneeze every time. Every time I, I walk out of a movie for me personally, but you do you, man. That that happens to me every time. I think it's just conditioning at this point. Well, <laughs> it's just like uh, the movie going. Uh, the movie, ritual. yeah. The movie theaters are actually owned by one corporation and they're training us to sneeze and one day they're gonna do the brightest light we've ever seen everyone in the world is gonna gonna sneeze sneeze. at once and the earth's gonna stop rotating well uh i'm not sure about that but back to berg's question you're you're ever craving like a certain food like a burger pizza Mm -hmm. the first Mm -hmm. bite Mm. that's pretty good oh yeah a wendy's burger well I can't say bacon that eater? I frequently crave a Wendy's burger. A but bacon yeah, eater? Yeah. Man. If you crave Wendy's Baconators frequently, that's exactly what I'm talking about. For me, it's milkshakes. And back on the oxygen thing with Colorado, did you know that trees don't actually produce the most oxygen in the world? For I did not know that. Microalgae produces and takes care of 75% of the world's oxygen. Okay, all right. I, that's so a, maybe Colorado is just not near micro LT. That's probably true. I'm just gonna take that as a Berg fact and, uh, and yeah. just kind of. That one's gonna uh, go right out the other ear, probably. It's not because Colorado is not near micro algae, but it's up in the air. Why is the air thinner the higher you get? Why is that? Oh, Density. like nitrogen and carbon and stuff. Oxygen is heavier than most of the other air. If you heard, if you heard that the first time, I'm sorry. 
Oxygen is heavier than most of the other chemicals that make up air. Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Well, uh, I, yeah, that, oh, that checks out. Think about a periodic table. Which yeah. one of the things uh, that makes up air is the farthest right and down? Um, oxygen. oxygen. Which means it's heavier. Because the thing on the bottom plus the something is the weight. Wow. Come on, former chemistry major. <laughs> Help us out here. I'm not even going to try to fix that. Hmm. We're going to throw a curveball at you here, listeners. I know you always look forward to me and Seth's Would You Rather at the end of every episode. But this week, I believe Lucas and Eli have one for us. Yes, I have thought of a great one. I don't want to hype it up too much because it's probably not that great. But I'm proud of it, and you're going to come up with the second part. Would you rather? This is what they do every time. Seth always gets thrown under the bus, and I watch him panic every time. Every single time. I can't come up with a good enough thing to counter this. He chooses me to go first, so he puts himself under the bus. Would you rather break your arm? This is a bad one, by the way. Both options are bad. So, would you? (laughs) That's it. Would you rather? No. Would you rather break your arm uh, and then, like, it heals fully, completely, and then immediately you break it again for the rest of your life. So every so, <laughs> time that it heals, it breaks again? Yeah, but it doesn't, it never, because you know how if you break your bone enough, it'll like, it gets weaker and weaker every time? Not yes. that. It like heals, it just, it's full, back to full strength, boom, broken again. So that, it might as well just get weaker every time. Because sure. Because it's just sure. going to heal and break. Yeah, okay. Or... Now, <laughs> Lucas, this is this is where it's big because you gotta make you gotta make sure that I, it's a balanced. Would you rather? I thought I thought I was gonna be thrown into like a, oh, would you rather? Which is enough pressure as it is, but it's just confusing. Would you rather? Which wow. is fine. All right, uh, or you can chop off your own leg, <laughs> but when you do, uh, you get a, a wish, and it can be for anything you want, but it doesn't grow back. You can't grow your leg back even with the wish. I'm chopping off my leg. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd probably just wish to like Both fly your legs. or something, because then audible. Both your legs, and you have to chop it off. I know. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen Take the movie Forty Eight Hours? Or I was just a, gonna say, is this like? Is uh, I think it's forty. One hundred forty-seven. One hundred forty-seven hours. Is that what it is? I think. There's one called Thirteen Hours. No, it's the one with the guy. The who, one he gets his arm pinched in the rock. Yeah, and then he has to saw his own arm. Yeah, you have to saw through oh. it with a with a pocket knife. That's what you have to do in this in this situation. How big of a pocket knife can I use? Because getting very through my small. leg is gonna, very small. I don't know. If, I think that's impossible. That, that's not that's not very possible. Yeah, the femur I believe is the strongest bone in the body. Well, you could take that as another Berg fact if you want, but that would be almost impossible to cut through. Okay, well, with how, a about small you, how about this? Knife. You can use you can use a katana. Oh, uh, two, Listen, two how, how are you going to cut your own yeah, leg with a katana? Yeah, two questions. I would love to see that. <laughs> um, where on your leg do you have to cut it off? Upper thigh. Upper thigh? All right, so you get to keep like a third of your thigh, roughly. What are you going to do with that third? No, I'm just clarifying. Okay, okay, just clarifying. Okay, okay. Um, it matters. And I don't want a katana because that would be nearly impossible. It would just be... You couldn't get through the bone with a katana. Can I have a hatchet? A bone saw. Listen, I, I don't know that it matters so much. It doesn't really matter what <laughs> you're cutting it with. It's just painful. that you have to cut it yourself. You have to I don't know that I would, gonna hurt I don't lot. know that I would psychologically be able to to cut my own leg off. Uh, I would I would have to. I think that I would I would take this option still and then just not cut either of my legs off and just continue to live my life. Because the other thing you just break your arm over and over again? Is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah, so your arm is basically always like okay. in a cast. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. All right. To be fair, Wait, I did. Do, I did kind of pull the rug out from under you there because mine had a benefit, and yours was just it, it okay, just keeps here, breaking. Do, so if if you agree to breaking your arm over and over again for the rest of your life, you get. I thought we said we couldn't change it after. You told me this oh, in the first right. episode. Okay, listen, this is our first run at this, this man. Is, this is <laughs> hey, Eli my first run of it, you didn't let me change it. This is it. Eli and Lucas's would you rather, not for Seth. I guess for just Eli and Lucas's, you can call an audible. Okay, final, final would you rather. 
Would you rather have a broken arm for the rest of your life, but you get a new car every year, or the thing I said before? So you break, you have to cut off your own Lemo. leg, and you get one wish of anything. Yeah. Which can you choose? Which arm is broken? It's your dominant arm. Both I, of my arms are very dominant. Can I? <laughs> that seems like another Berg fact. Well, yeah. Um, fake. So like the rest of them. Can, it, I have a clarifying question. Is the is the arm like broken clean through and it's like dangly now and like it's just it's oh, like oh, flopping oh. around? Along with that, you can have a cast. You have like a sling or a cast because the point, oh. the original point was it heals <laughs> and actually. I think it'd be funny if in this one, every time you break your arm and it starts to heal, you actually have hope that that it will be healed forever. But then you it think that it'll actually work time. this time. Yeah. But do you feel the pain every time that it breaks? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think I think this would be fun if like <laughs> if like you were like seventy five and your arm healed back and it just didn't break this time and you were just overjoyed because you're still getting your new car, you're living the life. And then when you're on your deathbed, the arm breaks again, and then you're just you're just so irritated as you're dying. I you're think done would, with it. I think that would be the ultimate uh, curse with 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 that. Uh, I'm still going with the. Would you rather cutting off your leg? You taking the leg one? Absolutely. Um, cutting off my left leg. What would your wish be? I I don't know, but anything. I'm not breaking my arm every three months or whatever. Yeah, how long does an arm take to heal? Uh. Like, let's ask our ago. resident doctor. We don't, Berkey. We uh, it changes depending on the break. Oh, thank goodness I didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too bad we don't have a doctor oh, here okay. on the. So we probably should have clarified this before we recorded two episodes, but um, Luke's Luke Berg is sitting across from me recording, and he's been called Luke and Berg in these episodes. And my name is Lucas Burkamper, and I am sometimes called Berkey. So I would imagine that this could be very confusing, and we did not clarify it, but that's okay. I think the listeners know and love my voice already, so that's I don't blame them. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I have another question of the day for you guys. Okay. And I am fairly excited about this one. And, and it can transform yeah. into a very good topic to talk about in the next episode, along with the answer to this question but let me just we'll have to talk about that next episode so my question of the day is if you could only watch one movie like trilogy or saga or whatever series whatever you want to call it so for example lord of the rings like narnia star wars you can't one qualifying thing you can't just say marvel based on the the (laughs) movies he just listed you can't just say like marvel or dc you have to say like dark knight trilogy captain america trilogy so something along those lines what would it be and that's the only thing you can watch for the rest of your life uh do you have to watch the whole trilogy or can you pick a trilogy and only watch part of it (laughs) oh my goodness interesting (laughs) question but you can pick the whole trilogy, and you don't have to watch all of the movies. Well, uh, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, Eli knows exactly. You guys what have my a great surprise, is, and next time. you'll hear it at the next episode. See you next week. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll be back soon. See ya.